are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is your team every day, your Detroit Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, another edition of Locked On Lions for Thursday, February 9th into Friday, February 10th. Matt Derry with you, and thanks for listening on audioboom.com. And on iTunes, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, we'd love for you to. That way you get it each and every day on your podcast page, right on your phone. And you can drive to work, listening on Friday morning, drive home on Thursday night for all this Lions content, which we do every day, daily, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Matt Derry and you, you can hit me up on Twitter and join the conversation at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, or on the Matt Derry fan page on Facebook as well. Man, get ready for a little weekend of college basketball. Can't wait for tomorrow night at Calais and Hall, the rematch of the Metro Series between Oakland and Detroit Mercy. Can't wait to see Bakari Alexander and Dick Vitale, Coach V back in the house as they honor the 77 team. And by the way, Oakland's playing good ball. Reigning Horizon League Player of the Week and Freshman of the Week, Isaiah Brock. The Brock Party, as I like to say, doing some work as well. And Neil Rule and I will be on the call tomorrow night. On 11.30 a.m. on DFN for Oakland and Detroit. All right, a lot going on around the NFL and certainly with the Lions. Coming up in a little bit, I want to get into the Larry Warford situation and what the war daddy, the right guard for the Lions, uh, might command in free agency and my thoughts on that. We'll get into that. I also want to discuss this, and this is kind of where I wanted to start the podcast today because, uh, quite honestly, I don't want to, and I think I said this the other day, I don't want to turn this into a political podcast. You can get plenty of content other places, um, driving around, listening to CNN or MSNBC or Fox or POTUS Radio, whatever it is, Um, WJR locally talks about uh, politics a lot, WWJ. You can get that other places. But in sports right now, uh, one of the big stories is the New England Patriot players, a bevy of them, have come out publicly and said they are not going to join their teammates at the White House when they are honored by President Trump uh, later on this year. I'm not sure of a date yet on whether Donald Trump or when Donald Trump is going to welcome Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the Patriots. Um, Right after the Super Bowl, Martellus Bennett, the tight end, very loquacious. He and his brother Michael Bennett, big talkers, great personalities for the NFL. Martellus Bennett came out and said he's not going to go to the White House because he just doesn't agree with the president and his thoughts and, and his politics, and he's not going. Then Devin McCourty, the fine defensive back for the Patriots, said, yeah, I'm not going either. And now today on the Rich Eisen radio show, LeGarrette Blunt was being interviewed, the running back for the Patriots and multi multiple-time champion with New England. He said, quote, I will not be going to the White House. I don't feel welcome in that house. I'll leave it at that, end quote. Now, okay, I'm not here to tell you that I'm a Trump supporter or that I'm all that happy with what's going on in this country. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of problems. As somebody that is teaching kids every day about proper ways to speak and presenting themselves, Donald Trump's not exactly that model guy. But... He is my president. All right, I'm not going to. Here's the bottom line. All right, we need to get come together. And one great thing about sports, and one great thing about football and the NFL is, these are teams, teams that are winning these championships. This isn't Venus Williams winning individually or Jordan Spieth winning individually 
or LeBron James and a few others. LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, and eight other guys. We're talking about a roster of 52 guys, uh, you know, 45 actives, whatever it is. And that's the beauty of football is that everybody has a hand in winning a Super Bowl like the Patriots did in Super Bowl 51 on Sunday night. It's a great football game, great ending. Not a great first half, but a great ending and a great second half. So for now, LeGarrette Blunt, the running back for the Patriots, to be the third Patriot player to say he's not going to the White House because he doesn't feel welcome there? How, how do you know? And if you're with your teammates and you're going together as a team, wouldn't you feel welcome knowing that you're standing next to some teammates that will have your back if you still have that feeling? Isn't going to the... If my son, who's 15, came to me and said, Dad, they want to take... We're doing a, a, a tour of the White House with my school... And I want you to come with me. Yeah, I don't love the politics that's going on right now. I'm embarrassed by some things that the president does. Sure. But I'm going. And I'm going to go to be with him and his classmates. And it's an invite that I'm going to see history. I'm going to go into you know, certain rooms of the Oval Office. And if I get an opportunity to be in just even in that you know, press room. I mean, it's amazing. A chance to go to the White House? And for LeGarrette Blunt to come out and say, well, you know, I, I just, I don't feel welcome in that. How do you know? How do you know? Because some comments that have been made in the past? This country elected this man. And as a team, you go to be with your teammates. You, you, you go to, to celebrate together. You were a key cog in the Patriots winning their fifth Super Bowl championship. You're LeGarrette Blunt, battering ram of a running back. Didn't have a great Super Bowl per se, but without him, they're not there. But you're, you're just not going to go? I, I'm sorry. I know it's his right, and he has every right not to go. I just think it's weak. Go, you know, When Tom Brady didn't go because he didn't agree with Barack Obama or he was a little bit uncomfortable, that was weak. When Tim Thomas, the goaltender for the Boston Bruins, was like, I don't like Obama's uh, stuff. I'm not going. You're flaking on your teammates. One of my favorite things about the Super Bowl in the past was when the inter- the introductions. I love the introductions. You know, at quarterback Joe Montana, and he would run out. At running back Roger Craig. I remember the Niners okay, doing the Steelers. Now, teams come out together. There are no personal introductions anymore. Trying to remember the team that started that. It might have been the Ravens years ago. They came out as a team. Or they said the Ravens defense and they came out together as a team. LeGarrette Blunt flaking on his teammates is weak sauce. Be there with the guys, the photo ops standing there. You might not like Trump. I'm sure there were guys that didn't like Obama. I'm sure there were guys that didn't like George uh, W. Bush. But they went to be with the guys, to be part of the team. I just. You know, I'm getting tired of it, man. Guys are just lining up, not going. Go with your teammates. See some history. Have a chance to tell your grandchildren one day that you were at the White House and suck it up. If everybody didn't like the politics of all these other people around or the restaurant owners or whatever, or Steph Curry with Under Armour, what kind of a society we would be in? I just, to me, that's the beauty of football is being together. If the team votes on it and says we're going, then go. 
That's my thoughts on that. I love your thoughts on it on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and on the Matt Dairy fan page on Facebook as well. If you have comments on it, I just think it's I think it's ridiculous. All these guys are lining up. Just go and suck it up. But it's his right, and it's a free country, and it's a beautiful thing about this country. I totally understand. Hey, if you want to check out Locked On NFL Draft, you got to do it. They do a podcast each and every day talking about the draft, where will the Lions go uh, with 21, etc. Locked On NFL Draft with Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. You should check it out right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As far as the Lions situation coming up in free agency, the Lions, we had Kyle Meinke from MLive.com on last week, and there's a chance, a good chance, and Kyle uh, reiterated it, that he thinks Larry Larry Warford, the four-year starter at right guard for the Lions, is gone. He's going to be too rich for the Lions' blood. He's going to be too expensive for Bob Quinn to fork over a lot of money to. And he believes, Kyle does, uh, that Warford is gone and that Riley Reef, there's a better chance that Riley Reef at right tackle would stay. Uh, I had a podcast a couple of weeks ago right here on the Lockdown Lions podcast where I said I, if I had to make a choice, I would take Larry Warford all day over Riley Reef. I think Larry Warford, there were some points to that Dallas Cowboys game this year when the Lions were running Zach Zenner up the, uh, down the Cowboys' throats, that Warford was just moving bodies. He's clearly the best offensive lineman the Lions have. And he's a veteran. He's been around. And I would love continuity. I would love nothing more than Lions to bring both guys back, Reef and Warford. I wouldn't pay Reef anything astronomical. And Warford, I'd give him what he wants. But I'm not running the team. And I understand that it is a lot of money, a lot of money, for Larry Warford. Well, I read another article this week from Dave Burkett at the Free Press, and Dave does a fine job, where he's interviewing Sean O'Hara, the former offensive lineman for the Giants, who won a Super Bowl uh, in 07 with them um, and, and is now at the NFL Network. And Sean O'Hara said continuity is very important and everything else, but he thinks Larry Warford uh, will command a sizable contract and thinks that next to Kevin Zeitler of the Bengals, those are the two best guards available in free agency. Um, quote from uh, O'Hara, I think the continuity, they've got something real good going there. I think it would be a shame to kind of break that up, but you never know in free agency what the market's going to dictate. Jeff Schwartz, who writes for Bleacher Report, also does some work from NFL Network, also a former Lion and Giant offensive lineman, said Larry's good. He's going to get paid. By the way, uh, Kevin Zeitler, Larry Warford, TJ Lang, let's not forget about the Birmingham Brother Rice native uh, graduate who also is a free agent this offseason. But Schwartz predicted Larry Warford's going to get $10 million a year. So for some of you, you're going, look, the Lions haven't won anything with Larry Warford. He's never been a pro bowler. He's been in the league four years. He had a great rookie year. He had a really good year last year. And in between, he's been injured and was iffy. Would you pay Larry Warford $10 million a year? Kalichi Osamelli from the Raiders got five years and $58.5 million last year. Brian Winters, not as good as Warford, got an extension of four years and $29 million this offseason from, I believe, the Jets. So he got close to $8 million a year. Larry Warford is considered better than Winters. He's still young at 26 years of age. Was a third-round pick a couple of years ago. Injuries, but this year started 16, uh, a possible 17 games this year, missed one game, 
And, you know, with the Lions offensive line and where it is right now, with some good youth, with Joe Dahl as a possible starter at right guard if Warford leaves, if Lakin Tomlinson, you know, is somebody that can improve, he's young, albeit I think in two years what we've seen from Lakin Tomlinson has not been very impressive. He's nowhere near the player Larry Warford. Do you have an issue giving, number one, do you have an issue giving Larry Warford $10 million a year to keep him? Or do you go, let him walk, and we'll put somebody else in there, like a Tomlinson or like a Dahl, and try to get the same um, same work out of them, get the same results? I, I just, I, I'm a guy that would bring Larry Warford back. I really would. I know it's a lot of money, but the money's astronomical right now. I know we're sitting here going, do you, can, can you give a right guard $10 million a year? Well, look at the NBA and the money that's being thrown around. The Lions have around $40 million to play with this offseason. They also have some questions on their offensive line. Is Travis Swanson, who's in the last year of his deal, going into this year? Is he healthy enough after missing the last five or six games with a brain injury? Is he going to play again? Let's say Swanson retires. Let's say the Lions figure out, you know what? Swanson's not healthy enough to come back again. He wasn't healthy to play in December or January. Then you're talking about you're going to need a new starter at center. Glasgow moves from left guard to center, so he'd probably be the center. But you'd have three open spots on an offensive line that this year really started to come together and do a better job than any of us thought they would at the start of the year. Taylor Decker is tremendous at left tackle. Glasgow at either center or left guard is pretty good. Really like Graham Glasgow. But other than that, then you're starting from scratch unless you bring Reef back. And I would bring Warford back before I would bring Reef back. But all these experts talking about $10 million a year, the offensive line is very important, and I, and I get it. Well, you can just plug anybody in at right guard. Remember a few years ago when the Lions were just plugging in guys at guard and tackle? Garrett Reynolds, Cornelius Lucas. It was a, it was a dumpster fire. It didn't work out. So if I'm Bob Quinn, I'm still considering ponying up and anteing up to keep Larry Warford around. And I'm letting Reef walk. Now, if Warford comes to them and says, I want $12, 13000000 million a year, I want to be the highest paid right guard, you know, then, then you might be in a, in a bind. But he had a pretty good year last year. And, you know, the Lions like Corey Robinson, but wouldn't he be the guy you'd put a right tackle if Reef leaves? Is he a guard? Joe Dahl, who, you know, I thought last year as a fifth-round pick, played sparingly, but played okay, especially against Dallas when he had to play some left guard. I thought he was all right. And again, he, Joe Dahl, is a Quinn guy. Warford isn't. It may be that Bob Quinn figures, I'm going to let put my own furniture in my own house. Decker, Glasgow, Dahl. These guys are all going to stay because I drafted them. The rest, goodbye. He may tell Warford and Reef take a hike. He might do that. And then maybe draft an offensive lineman. Who knows? And for some of you, that's what you want. I can totally see you sitting in your car going, Matt, these are all Mayhew guys. We haven't won anything with them. Let them walk. I'm telling you, I think Warford's a good player. And you can't keep everybody. I get that. But you also can't broom out everybody either. It's something to think about when we look at what the Lions are going to do this this offseason in free agency. Certainly in going to get players and also in keeping players. 
Jeff Schwartz went on to say, in general, most times new GMs don't keep the old guys from the old staff. So if I was learning a direction, I think they both, they'd let both of them, or leaning in a direction, I think they let both of them walk, but I really don't know. Again, that's Jeff Schwartz from NFL Network and Bleacher Report, the former New York Giant. Interesting comments to Free Press's Dave Burkett. Kind of what I was saying. Maybe Bob Quinn's building this team with his own people, his own guys. Remember the old Michigan bit? Oh, Rich Rod needs to bring his own guys in. Brady Hoke. That was, a, that was the cupboard is bare. Or we're going through all the all the old bits. All right, that'll wrap things up for another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. First weekend in a while. We're not gonna have any football. This ought to be uh, this ought to be interesting. I guess the weekend before you had the Senior Bowl and the Pro Bowl. No football this weekend. So hang in there, guys. We'll get uh, more podcasts going. We'll talk more about the Lions, what they're doing. I, I would keep Larry Warford. And again, if I'm LeGarrette Blunt and Devin McCourty and these Patriots, suck it up and go to the go to the White House and be with your teammates. This has been Locked On Lions. Matt Derry with you another day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great one, guys.